You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome to the program, Matt and Lars with AVX. Jay's taking an extended holiday. Spending a little time of the week, that's really what I should say. So the uh, World Games are here. The athletes, 3,600 athletes from 100 countries, they're all in Birmingham. Lars, what's their first observation? And uh, this is a quote. It's very hot. For so right. And this is the hottest of the hot is... You know, you've been here, what, 15-something years? 15 years. And um, I've been here more. And uh, there are only a couple of occasions I remember it being this hot and sustaining this heat and humidity. Lars, yesterday, in parts of Alabama, the heat index was 114. Got up at uh, 4.30 this morning to let my dog out. Matt, Who let it, was, dog? it was so Who? steamy. And hot. I mean, we just like walked a few times across the yard. By the time I got back inside, I was <laughs> drenched in sweat at four thirty in the morning. And the sun had not. No, the sun wasn't out. It was dark. 
And I was like, oh, this is going to be a bad one. For day one of the World Games, it's going to be a scorcher. And remember when I, I used the phrase tar bubbling hot a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago? Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a phrase I've used in a couple different books. But literally walking in to the studio, the tar wasn't bubbling, but tar is on the bottom of my flip-flops. <laughs> So it's melted enough. It's, it's tar melting hot. That, that's tar for sure. melting, maybe not yeah. tar bubbling. Uh, but we're getting great phrase, we're we're, we're getting close. I mean, it is just yeah. And I know it's sort of uh, over the top to complain about hot weather here in Alabama, but man, it's hot. And uh, All right, let me interrupt you real quick. In your fifteen years, is this the worst you've seen it? Yes. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that. It feels like it. I mean, when I first moved down here, I, I remember thinking I can't really go outside during the day, during midday in the month of August. But the sustained uh, heat plus humidity of the last eight days, six, seven, eight days has been as bad as I can remember. And it, it's got to be just be rough on these athletes. Now, I will say that uh, at the archery competition, I saw some photos from it. Uh, out in Avondale at Avondale Park, and the crowds were amazing, amazing for uh, all these locals to sit out there in the heat and and, and watch this. And and even you know, ten o'clock this morning, eleven o'clock, it, it, it's, it's incredibly warm. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, no geese, were there any geese or ducks? <laughs> that, that, that any I don't pictures know. of that? That I don't know. But um, you know, I, I you, you're just going to have to deal with it. They're just people are just going to have to deal with it. I hope it doesn't diminish the crowds. Um, and uh, I, I, I was busy with my kids last night, so I, I didn't get a, a, a chance to watch all of the opening ceremonies. But, but Matt, uh, from what I did see, and I do want to talk about some of the comments uh, from Mayor Randall Woodfin, who I thought was incredibly articulate. Uh, but uh, the crowd looked pretty good, considering uh, the heat and. Sorry, puppy, your puppy, puppy Charlotte, puppy. just got tangled up in my headset cord, well, and, I, and she, I thought she likes to chew on things right now. She's in the chewing she, stage. She, uh, might be shocked at what she chews. <laughs> uh, That's a J joke. Yeah. <laughs> Double entendre. Uh, well, uh, all the things I've read have been very, very positive. The pictures I've seen, uh, I, I could see just maybe a couple of spaces where there weren't people in the seats. I'm guessing there were forty thousand plus there. Uh, great turnout. Uh, Steve Irvine will join us uh, from the newly founded website, 1819. He's now their sports writer. Ray Mellick heads that effort up. He's going to join us. He was there. And a brief conversation with him and, and a few others. Uh, it was hot. And a, a little bit longer and maybe not as quickly paced as it could have been. But, I mean, you consider all the elements they're trying to pour into one teacup. What I understand so far, it is off to a wonderful and very successful start. We kidded about it, but it's also true. Sumo wrestling has sold out. Now, I'm not sure of my source on this one, okay? My daughter. <laughs> she said she heard if you wanted a ticket, you could find one for $300. Wow. So they're scalping tickets to sumo wrestling? Is is that what I'm left to believe here, Lars? 
that's uh, that's amazing. I mean, I, I've told a few friends from uh, out of town what the World Games are all about, and when I I sort of, I list some of the different events, and uh, the one that that gets everybody to get everybody's attention, actually three. Uh, the uh, one is number one is sumo wrestling, number two is tug of war. Yeah, I can't wait to see some of like these Eastern Europeans in tug of war. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big dudes <laughs> do they do it like you did at camp in the middle I, I is don't a know. big pile of mud so whoever gets <laughs> whoever loses has to slide through the mud as i was going over the list of events a friend asked me do they have rock paper scissors <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh that's actually <laughs> pretty funny yeah yeah i uh i heard on and i you know competition radio stations whatever i want to give them credit yes yeah, on uh leland live you know leland yeah I, leland I, whaley and great, we're, we're really I, really good friends yeah, i like leland he's a, a lot and he's in, our politics are a little bit different no, but. I, I imagine they are <laughs> but uh he, he is incredibly talented i'll just put it that way he's wickedly uh, smart you know I, I wonder why he's not in a, in a larger market but i'm glad he's not okay anyway i was listening to his show yesterday and somebody had just flown in a day or two before from miami and some of the South American athletes had flown to Miami, and they were getting on the same plane. And, you know, average, you know, athletic-looking people. And then 500-pound sumo wrestler gets on the plane. Now, I've traveled with 300-pound linemen, okay? They have to get extended seat belts. I don't know. Does he get two seats? 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah, you got to get, two, you gotta get the, two seats. Does the plane tip when he sits on that side? Do they have to adjust the cargo? I remember I was just on the connector here from Birmingham to Atlanta, right? And it was just those, it's, a, it's those the little jets that have uh, two on one side and then one on the other. And I was on the two, and it <laughs> sitting next to Andre uh, Smith. Right, the uh, lineman the, from yeah, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, he's from Birmingham. Yeah, um, yeah, and played for the Bengals. Had a nice career, but yeah, I just remember just being. And I was trying to do a little bit of writing, and I was just scrunched in the corner. It's got to be hard when you're that big. But uh, I wanted to just bring this up real quick, Matt. So Birmingham beat out Lima, Peru, for the. Uh, to host the games it came down right. between and, and they have these games haven't been in the united states for over 40 years guess what the high in lima today is uh, uh doesn't peru run almost the length of the it, yeah well there's chile and then there's peru uh I, I i don't want to embarrass myself by getting the seasons mixed up i'm just gonna say 80 68 Oh, <laughs> high on Saturday, 67, and it'll be in the 60s all week. But, um, yeah, it's just it's just tough. And, yeah, but the, the athletes are going to have to deal with the conditions, and, and, and the fans are too. Um, it's Like I said, it, it's rare for locals to complain about the heat just because yeah. we're, we're accustomed to it. But uh, this is just uh, – it, it's, it's brutal. And um, I, I, it's got to give – um, it, it has to favor the athletes that have trained in warmer conditions. Yeah. It has to. Absolutely. And, by the way, if you're going to get fans out, 
Alabama fans can handle, you know, Alabama as Alabamians can handle the heat. Now, it, it's uncomfortable, and right now, if I just walked outside and sat on the steps, I'd start sweating. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know if I've shared this with you or not, um, I am an all-American perspirer. Seriously. Oh. I could walk around out there and lose three well, that, it, certainly in this weather, it, I, anybody could. That, isn't that what they tune into the Jay Barker show to hear Matt <laughs> yeah. Coulter talking about how he could sweat? <laughs> we have actually discussed that. Yeah. Uh, it seems like almost every day or every other day, I find another reason to want to give Charles Barkley a huge hug. And you're going to find out another one when you get back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid afternoon, the chance of a few scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 95. Tonight's low, 76. Tomorrow, we start the day with morning sunshine, then a good chance of showers and thunderstorms by afternoon. The high, 92. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. I'm just trying to be the man now. I'm just trying to get a couple million so you pussy niggas understand now. Million dollar mind, million dollar grind, trying to put it all to work now. I'm just trying to get a million dollar house with a million dollar board now. Deep dope when she go down. Okay, let's get moving now. Welcome to the Jay Barker Show. Jay's t- taking a couple of days. Uh, t- take a couple of days uh, with his family. And the other day, Lars, I got in a, our, our pool. And... Normally, it's very shaded, so it's pretty cold, even when it's hot. It felt like, as the old saying goes, it felt like a bathtub. Uh, you, you just had to stay in it to keep from perspiring. Okay, that just, just flashed <laughs> in my mind. Sorry about that. Uh, Steve Irvine will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, longtime sports writer here in the state of Alabama. Um, also, uh, did a stint out uh, covering the Trojans. Uh, so it'll be interesting to get his take on what's happening in college football as well, but he was at the opening ceremonies last night. Uh, I opted not to go, um, but I went to the Barons game. I love just standing there. Fortunately, there was a breeze, and it's Thirsty Thursday, and it was nice to be able to have a couple of cold beverages and watch baseball, although the Barons did not play very well. All right. Uh, How are the Barons doing this year? I think they're in second, the first half of the season. The great thing is about going to a Barons game, it doesn't really matter who wins or who loses because it's just the overall experience. Uh, the ballpark is so nice. Um, gosh, I, I remember the first time I went, and it just reminded me of a mini Camden Yards. Uh, I don't know if you've been to Camden in, in Baltimore before, but it's uh, absolutely uh, gorgeous. And and uh, I've taken Lincoln several times, and he always just has has a blast. And one time I went with uh, another, uh, some uh, an older crowd, and uh, we sat uh, on the, the grassy area behind uh, the outfield. And um, one of my buddies, uh, who was uh, pretty deep into it, did some research on the center fielder. And, man, he just oh. let him 
have it. I'm like, come on, this is the, this is not the major leagues. And but the guy, he had fun with us, and um, and uh, he, uh, I think he, his like first time up after getting heckled by my buddy. Uh, hit like a, a double or a triple, and yeah. when we when he when he came back out to, <laughs> to center field, he tipped his cap to us, and we just gave him a round of applause because he he got the best, <laughs> he got the best. I guess I guess we're not major league hecklers either. Well, at that minor league level, um, we actually the, the right fielders started acting for Tennessee. You know, first of all, he let a ball go over his head, so it's not like you know. 50 people are yelling, but, you know, we yelled some funny stuff at him. Uh, but when he would come out to right field the next few innings, he would stand next to the center fielder and then go over to his position at the very last moment to avoid being heckled. Uh, that's the situation. But anyway, uh, always kudos to uh, Jonathan Nelson and the, and the folks at the Birmingham Bears. They just do an outstanding job. And if you've been there in... Uh, seventh inning stretch and everybody showing their flashlights on their cameras back up at children's hospital having had a grandson yeah. grandson that spent a whole lot of time and actually was up there one time when i was down at the field it's uh <laughs> you sit there and, and even though you've been through it several times before i welled up you now that's just that's the way it is it's a special thing Barons were at 500 until last night, and now they're a uh, game below 500. This is in the second half of their season. Um, need to find out how they did in the first half, but we can worry about that later. I want to talk about my man, Charles Barkley. There's a story I, I imagine many of you have read on AL.com that uh, Charles Barkley has generously generously donated a million dollars to Spelman College. That is a predominantly black college in Atlanta. And if you go on to read the whole article, you're probably not really surprised that Charles is being philanthropic once again. But a million dollars is a whole lot of money. Um, but you read the story down to the bottom. He's also given a million dollars to Alabama A&M, Clark, Morehouse, Miles, and Tuskegee. I love this guy. Yeah, we had him on. Uh, I don't know a week or two ago. A week or two ago, and, and like you've known Charles for a long, long time uh, in, in a very um, personal way, and it, it's all this is not surprising. But you know, from what you. If you just if you pull back and and uh, I, you, you years ago you would read about Charles out in Vegas gambling just huge amounts of money and you you know if you didn't know Charles you think okay this is a guy that's headed toward going broke but he he mentioned to us that he was really smart with his money hey, at what? a very young age and uh, if you get good financial advice and man if you just like live off the interest yeah <laughs> and just and, and let everything else grow. Um, and, and that's what I know. Like Joe Burrow, he's doing that with his contract. He's just and, and he's living, you know, he's living pretty well, but he's not going crazy with his money. Um, and he's he's waiting for that big second contract. Uh, but but yeah, I mean Charles, it, it's it's hard to um, really find any. He, he's, I have not been around him as much as you, but it, it's hard to find uh, anything to criticize about him. 
because he is uh, he's, he's very comfortable in his own skin. He's very articulate. He's very funny. Um, you know, he, he, he lives the way he wants to live unapologetically. He has fun. And, um, you know, I wish we all could, uh, you know, <laughs> have the, a taste of that lifestyle. The, the fact of the matter is, Lars, I want to be Charles Barkley. I mean, see, I, I want that lifestyle. I want that freedom of speech, which he exercises so perfectly. Um, and, you know, he did have a few incidents very early in his NBA career where he was admittedly immature. You know, had, uh, I think he spat on a fan once. Yeah. Uh, that, he also, like, tossed a guy through a plate glass window in Orlando. <laughs> I asked him about that later off the record. He said he deserved it. Because yeah. it, it, it amazes me that fans will intentionally try and draw out an athlete because of who they are for that very purpose. He also said he was misquoted in his own yeah, biography, no, which, that, was, which was written by uh, Birmingham's very own uh, uh, Roy uh, uh, Roy Johnson. Gosh, I, I worked with Roy at Sports uh, Illustrated. Okay. For, I worked but with Roy at Sports usually Illustrated for you're years. you're the one helping me out, so I, I feel like I've, my Friday is complete. I worked with Roy at Sports Illustrated for years, and he, he wrote Charles's uh, autobiography, and um, and and Roy jokes that that's what's going to go on his uh, the epitaph on his tombstone is <laughs> the guy who misquoted Charles Barkley in his own biography. <laughs> but what that shows you is that Charles didn't read the galleys and didn't read the manuscript before it went to print. That's <laughs> well, funny. Uh, I uh, imagine that Charles enjoyed the checks. Oh yeah, but yeah. he he told me and he says this openly that uh, as you were just talking about, he was really smart. He got a really good financial guy in Birmingham, and he mentioned his name the other day, and I, I feel hesitant to do it again. But he said that 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 guy took care of him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's that's just the the key for for everybody. I mean, I, I had got a financial person, gosh, when I was just like twenty three, twenty four, not really making much money, but um, yeah, and uh, you know, I. I find Charles so fascinating. I wanted to write a book on him, uh, but uh, my agent informed me that um, there's a Philadelphia writer who has been working on a uh, book on Charles, and that will be coming out here uh, relatively soon. And I know Charles didn't participate, and, and that's not uncommon when you're writing about um, people who are still alive and they're not getting compensated for it, just the same way that... Uh, Jeff Perlman has a book coming out on Bo Jackson. Uh, Bo didn't participate. And um, I know that uh, Jeff even got some really uh, some nasty calls from members of the entourage and the family. And, and, and Jeff, did, you know, he's got thick skin because uh, I, I believe this is going to be a celebratory book on Bo Jackson. Uh, I can't wait to read it. I've been, I know some galleys are floating around out there. But um, but yeah, so uh, Charles is is uh, one of the. It's got to be one of the what five or ten most famous athletes ever to come out of Alabama. I mean, it, easy. Uh, easy. I, I who's, who's who's the most? Uh, uh, I think Ma- Jesse. I don't Carter. know. You could go Jesse Owens. Yeah, Jesse but, Owens. Uh, right now at this moment, I all time. Uh, be, that'd be, that'd be, we should we should talk Joe about Namath, that later. Joe Namath in his day. Yeah, remember when he. Wanted to kiss Susie Colbert right on the mouth. Who wouldn't? Oops.
That changed his life, though. He quit drinking after that, and he hasn't had a drink since. I don't know if you'd call him an athlete, even though he did did play football. Paul Bryant probably be top dog. Beat. But how about being born born in Alabama? Uh, that we can talk about that. Great topic, good subject. Hey, coming up though, uh, let's talk about the World Games uh, with Steve Irvine. Stay with us. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow 
Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC letter O. Welcome back to the official radio station of the World Games. Can we say that? We have to pay licenses for that? You know, I told you yesterday, DeLeon is the official tequila of the World Games. That's right. And that's actually on the site. I'd like to know others. I know Alabama Power and Coca-Cola and those kind of big dogs in our city have stepped up. And so far, I think most people would say, even though it's just out of the gates as far as the athletics are concerned, um, people giving in an A after the opening ceremonies. And joining us to talk about that from 1819 News, a uh, longtime sports writer, uh, Birmingham News in the early 2000s. And then he was with UAB, did some broadcasting and, uh, we're going to go back to his USC days before this conversation is all over. Uh, Steve, I don't know if you've ever met my partner, Lars Anderson, in person, but uh, I, I can tell you this, you'd like him. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird intro. <laughs> Steve, how are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, we're hot like everybody, but let's not talk about it because everybody's in oh, the God. same boat, literally. Oh, gosh, it is so hot out here. My goodness, it's hot out here. All right, you said you were going to go lacrosse. Is that where you are right now? Yeah, I'm out here at lacrosse at, uh, at UAB, at the soccer stadium at UAB, and uh, just a great, great setup out here, uh, really in, in, uh, entertaining lacrosse so far. It's kind of like uh, they're playing lacrosse six, uh, sixes, which is kind of like rugby sevens, where it's uh, just you know, it's kind of built on more of the speed part of it and um, – it's up and down the, uh, it's almost like, you know, basketball on, on grass. And, uh, it's really, uh, it's really, it's been really entertaining so far. Steve, what was your, uh, overall impressions of the, uh, of, of this opening ceremonies last night? Well, Lars, I, I don't like those kind of things. So, uh, it was way too much for me, but, uh, but I thought it was tremendous. I mean, it really was. I think they really did a, uh, you know, a top-notch job there. There was, you know, great entertainment. There was, uh, you know, the only thing I really like about opening ceremonies is that it's just me. Because I love the, you know, I love the, when the athletes come in, and I thought that was done really well. And, um, I mean, it was it was tremendous. I have a lot of uh, friends who had their kids there and said, you know, said their kids loved it. And, um, you know, I, 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 thought, I thought they did a great job. And, and, you know, hey, it's early in this thing, but uh, everything that I've seen them so far, uh, it really seems like they're just, they, they really did a, a great job and top notch job of, of just planning this thing. And now, you know, now we'll see what happens when, uh, when, when things happen over the, over the next, you know, 10 days. 
Yeah, I'm with you when it comes to covering opening and closing ceremonies. Uh, I've gone to, uh, I remember just at the Rio opening ceremonies, just, it just went on and on forever. And you're just looking at your, at looking at your watch saying, okay, my deadline is fast approaching. What, and what the heck is the lead going to be? Um, but, uh, just your, your overall impression too of how Birmingham has prepared and do you feel like the, the, the city has done a good job led by the efforts? of uh, Mayor Woodfin, who I thought also was very uh, uh, eloquent yesterday in his remarks. I absolutely agree on that. Uh, but, but, yeah, the planning part, Lars, I really think they've done a tremendous job. I mean, it, you know, again, so far. You know, but, uh, you know, the, the, uh, they, they're really doing a good job of moving people around, it seems like, with the, with the different, you know, bus lines. And, and um, you know, I just think that uh, I, I think they've done a great job. I and mean, the one thing I think they've done, too, which I think is very, very important in a game like this, in games like this, is they're they're trying to educate people that are here on on, on Birmingham too. You know, kind of where you know, and not avoiding where we were. You know, where we've been in the past, and uh, you know, I think that's kind of cool. Instead of just saying, you know, you saw it in the in the in the opening ceremonies last night, there was a lot of education sort of thing on on, on Birmingham, and I think that's really cool in a, in a game like this because you could you could sort of try to avoid everything and just say, hey, we're here to play sports or play games. And, you know, let's just, let's just worry about that. But I think they've done a great job of kind of mixing the two, uh, you know, in the so far. And, and, uh, you know, I just was talking to, uh, here at the lacrosse, I was talking to the, uh, the, the coach of the Ireland uh, lacrosse team who, who, um, really, really a good guy. And he was talking about how, how much he learned about Birmingham last night. And he was, he, he was talking about when they left that there was a lot of people saying, you know, why are you going to Birmingham? Why are you going to Birmingham, Alabama? You know, it was almost like it was a bad thing. And, and he was, you know, so far, everything's been great for him, you know, and, and so that's what uh, that's what I'm excited about. That you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll keep that up, and and you know, people can walk away here knowing, you know, this is a special place. I mean, yes, it has a you know a terrible past, and you know, at times, but um, but it is a special place. Steve Irvine, who handles sports for 1819 News, is our guest here on the Jay Barker Show. The pictures I saw and the limited amount of video that that I was able to watch this morning, protective look packed. Is, is that pretty oh, accurate? Oh gosh, that, that, yes, it was. I mean, now obviously, you know, even with the stage and back, there was you know they didn't let people sit there, but you know, everywhere in front of the stage, I mean, it was packed. And you know, and you know, protective. You know, a lot of times there's people. Or, well, last night there was there were people in the corridors because those corridors were so wide, and and, and uh, you know there's. And those were packed too, and I mean it was it was jam packed, you know. And I will say this: now I kind of I kind of got there real early in the day and got a pretty good parking space to get out of there. But uh, but I thought I thought getting out of there wasn't too bad last night either, you know. So um so I, I think it, it was a you know it was kind of a win win, you know, for us last night. Uh, Two part question: First of all, and you must be because you're a great writer. You must be totally honest. Were there sports involved that when you first looked at the list that you didn't know what they were, and what is one that you're going to make sure can't miss? Well, there, yeah, there was about ninety five percent of them where I, I looked at and went, "What in the world is core fall? Like, what's core fall?" <laughs> you know, and and I had to look it up. Uh, I tell you, one one that I'm really looking forward to. They have they have canoe water polo. And, and it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, basically they, they, they ride around, they play water polo in a canoe. Uh, they can use the paddle to, um, 
As far as I know, they can only use a paddle to block the ball. Hopefully, they can't hit each other with it, even though that would be kind of fun to watch. <laughs> but you, you kind of jam, you, you can run into the other canoe and, and flip them over, and they're set up where they just kind of do a complete flip. You know, so you're you're underwater for just you know a, a split second, and you're back up. You're back up. Of course, the ball's gone by that time. Uh, so that it's almost it almost sounds like a, almost like the uh, wheelchair rugby sort of concept where you just come slamming into people. Uh, it almost sounds a little bit like that. But I really, I really want to see that. I mean, I think that's going to be interesting. And you know, some of the stuff they have over Sloss Furnaces, they got that parkour or parkour or however you say it. I don't even know how you say it, where you climb stuff and flip off stuff. And they've got a um, a wall climbing. I think it's called uh, sport climbing. I think where where apparently you know these people climb like a fifty foot wall in like five seconds. And uh, I mean, just stuff like that is going to be just you know. And core fall is uh, you know for for those that haven't looked it up, it's kind of a variation of Iowa girls basketball because it has you know have three you know six on each side. It's got eleven foot gold with no backboard, and it's basketball. And uh, apparently, I think there's some sort of rules where, it, and it's co-ed, and so apparently there's some rules like a, uh, a male can't pass to a male, and, and so so that's going to be a fun one to watch too, just just because it's different, you know. And and that's what's going to be neat about this thing. Now I'm out here watching a sport that I know real well, but even this is is uh, is sixes, you know, usually there's ten to a side, now there's six to a side, and it's a little bit little different feel of the game. So that's one thing that's really. I think is going to be fun for spectators and, you know, in, in these games. Steve, I want to change directions here. Just direction just for one second. Um, can you tell yeah. us a little bit about 1819 news, uh, how it was founded, when it was founded? I, I know, uh, the, the name derives from the year that, uh, that Alabama was founded as a state 1819. But, uh, I'm always interested when, uh, new, uh, multimedia, uh, news organizations uh, are created. Yeah, we we were founded about a, a year ago, uh, right out a year, just a little bit less than a year right now. And and it was um, what what they what they went to. Brian Dawson was the was the CEO of it, and, and Ray Mellick, You know, a long time y'all know Ray. Obviously, you know, long time sports writer here in uh, in town, and and had been involved in politics. After that, he um, he, he's he's I believe he's editor in chief is his title. But you know, they brought him on board and. Basically, what they did for the first year is it's been mainly a uh, uh, political, you know, writing political stories or poli- political side along with news stories. Uh, kind of just kind of been their focus, uh, and you know, in their business plan, it was always there to, to kind of you know to eventually branch out to other stuff. And and so they they started doing some some featurey uh, uh, sort sort of things. Uh, and you know, now they've decided that uh, it's time to bring sports into the mix. And fortunately, Ray. Got me involved in that. Gave me a call one day and asked if I was interested, and obviously I was. And uh, you know, so basically we have kind of a blank slate, uh, you know, sports right now of, of what we want to do. You know, I, I don't know that sports-wise, I don't know that we're going to be, you know, concentrating too much on the Alabama Auburn sort of thing. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty saturated. You know, we're kind of looking for other areas that that, um, that we can hit that we can get that we get readers with. That doesn't mean we ignore those things because you can't ignore those things, but. You know, I think we right now we have a pretty pretty blank slate. You know, to to what we can do, and I'm very 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 excited about it. And, I, and I, I'm very, you know, I, I've I've read it all along, and and, and you know, I really think they do. A, you know, they've done a good job of building this thing and establishing themselves. And um, you know, I just think uh, you know the we we really have a publication as an organization. We have a really bright future. You spent what like 16 years on the West Coast. 
with uh, Long Beach? Oh, yeah, I was just covering uh, USC. I covered USC for a few years. Covered did, did some UCLA. Covered a lot of you know local stuff, a lot of high school stuff, uh, a lot of different. And I didn't get the USC. I always, I always felt, I always laugh at myself because I got, uh, I got USC during the uh, the Paul Hackett days, which are, are far from the glory <laughs> days. And then I got when I came here, I got uh, uh, the end of you know where I got uh, Franchoni, and then the Mike Price month or whatever however long Mike was there. And then, you know, the early days of Mike Shula. So if you ever, at that time especially, if you ever wanted your program to start or be a losing program, I was probably the guy that should cover your beat because I was, I was not good luck. And I was, I was at Cal State Fullerton when they, when they dropped their, fo- their football program, and I was in Long Beach when they dropped their football program. So I, I, wasn't, a, I wasn't a good luck guy for sure. Well, I can match you on that. Every dang pro team that I've done play-by-play for, doesn't exist anymore and that's three or four my my, my last count um it's not good news for 1819 news by the way all right uh qu- quickly as we got to get to a break steve because you spent so much time on on the west coast with the pack 10 then 12 now whatever right. it is going to be what's your take on the the movement of ucla and usc to the big 10 well, I mean, I hate it for Pac. I'm a, I'm a big Pac-12 guy, you know. Being out there, I, you know, I love the Pac-12. I, obviously, they, they, you know, they're a shell of what they were at one time. Um, you know, I think it was a move that that you know USC and UCLA had to make. I mean, I don't think there was a. I mean, I think it was a no-brainer type thing. I mean, I, I you know, I don't, I don't blame them at all. I hate it. I hate what's going on with with you know college athletics right now. And and I don't mean that there doesn't mean, need to be changes and. You know, I'm not one that says just sit there and don't do anything. But, you know, I, I'm kind of – I like the traditional. You know, I, I'm, you know, I grew up – you know, I grew up in Huntsville, but my dad was out in California, so I grew up flying out there and going to the Rose Bowl, uh, you know, and, and uh, grew up, a, you know, a USC fan as a kid growing up in Huntsville and probably the only one in town. Uh, so, so you know, the Pac-8 pack and Pac-10 and Pac-12, you know, meant, meant a lot to me. And so it hurts in that sense, uh, but, but I certainly think it was a uh, – you know, very sound move. I mean, from what, you know, from the UCLA perspective, particularly, I mean, they were, they were a dying program, you know, athletic program. And so I had, had some to save them. So I, you know, I don't, I don't blame them all, but I, I just, I hate it. I really do. Tell everybody how they can dial in you, your sports reporting at 1819 news. Well, we're at 1819news.com. We, uh, we, we, uh, our, our you know, website only, so you can get us there. We uh, we update during the day. We uh, we try to we try to do a um, kind of a traditional newspaper thing. Uh, we try to you know every morning at, at six thirty we have you know a lot of stories that we'll put up, kind of you know like like picking up the newspaper a little bit, and so you can get me there. Um, and then I'm on Twitter at Steve Irvine zero uh, four. Um, I guess at at Steve Irvine zero four. I'm sorry, and, and that's uh, I'm a do a lot, a lot there, and so those are probably the two best ways to get uh, to get what we're doing. Awesome, Steve. Uh, don't be a stranger. Come sit with us in the studio soon. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Man, I, I'd love it, guys. I appreciate you having me on. You bet. Thank you, uh, right, Steve Irvine from eighteen nineteen news. It's a good read. Uh, it's it's on my click every morning, uh, along with several others. Hey, when we come back, I got a number for you that will underscore in week one of the NFL, something's going to happen that's never happened before. I'm curious.
We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid afternoon, the chance of a few scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 95, tonight's low 76. Tomorrow we start the day with morning sunshine, then a good chance of showers and thunderstorms by afternoon. The high, 92. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to Jay Barker Show. Matt Coulter and Lars Anderson in the studios of AVX. And Lars has company today. Charlotte is the unbelievably cute little puppy is here. And who's this guy with a new haircut? That is Lincoln Anderson, my son, my six-year-old, who now looks like he's 16. It's amazing what a, what a, a, a haircut can do he to a, a little kid. kid yeah. A little man. Um, by the way, uh, Lars... I know that you do pretty well in life. Can you buy the kids some shoes? <laughs> he, he insisted on uh, wearing flip-flops. We, uh, no, I mean, he's barefoot right now. Oh, he is? Well, hey, There's we're, nothing we're, hey, we're, we're in the we're South. We're Alabama, man. Right. <laughs> Come on. We're, we're just fitting in. <laughs> All right. Tell me this NFL story. It's going to blow me away. All right. It's the most Cleveland Browns story of all time. So, Baker Mayfield gets traded earlier this week from Cleveland to the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield wanted out of Cleveland so bad that he agreed to take a $3.5 million pay cut. Right? They just whacked that off of his salary. And he was due $18.9 million this year. So, uh, as part of the deal, the Browns are paying Mayfield $10.5 million this year to play for the Panthers. Guess who the Panthers open against? Ah, uh, it's got to be Cleveland. So, Are you serious? So, yes. So Mayfield will likely be the starter. I think he'll beat out Sam Darnold. So in the opener, the Cleveland Browns will be paying the opposing quarterback roughly $555,000 to beat them. That's awesome. <laughs> that. And there's certainly that certainly has never happened before to that level. Oh, uh, No. The only thing, the, you know what it immediately reminds me of? Have you seen Moneyball? Yes. With Brad Pitt and yes. Jonah Hill? When he's, um, uh, Dave Justice is in the cage. Yeah. And he's talking to him about the Yankees. And he points out, the Yankees are paying you $3.4 million to not play for them. Yeah. Or whatever he said. It was. It's a and, great scene. That's a very good movie, by the way. Yeah, and uh, and remember uh, Bobby Bonilla Day? <laughs> it was last week, and he made one point one nine million dollars. Did you see how every, long? Every July one is Bobby Bonilla Day, and um, yeah, so he he collects uh, uh, every July first one point one nine three million from the Mets. Uh, and this goes this goes started in two thousand eleven, and it'll go through twenty thirty five. Winnie. 
And because of baseball salary structure right now, this annual payday is more than some of the game's current young stars will make in an in a, in a, in a entire year. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you just told me that Carolina opens with Cleveland, you can't make that up. No. You know what I think is going to happen now? Because I like Sam Darnold. Do you? I do. I, I think he has potential. They should trade him to Cleveland and swap all the salary. You know what? Because I doubt Deshaun or certainly Deshaun Watts is not going to be playing week one. It will oh, most likely be Jacoby Brissett. I, I think he's going to get a year. I do. I think it's going to be a year. But uh, I know that's what the NFL, according to reports, that's what the NFL is asking for. But again, Baker Mayfield is going to be paid $555,000 in week one by the Browns to beat the Browns. That is the most Browns stat in Browns history. And as a Bengals fan, I absolutely love oh, it. Oh, I'll bet you do. Um, Baker Mayfield, by the way, he lit up the Bengals every time he played. Uh, every time he played the Bengals. Uh, beat, uh, Cleveland beat Cincinnati twice last year. Browns are one of what? Two or three teams? Never played in a all right, we got to go. We'll be back for another hour. Hang on. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces of all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa and they came over. And, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids go into that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community but, more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for a high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC.letterO. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. 
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hey, welcome into the program. Jay Barker Show, Matt Coulter and Lawrence Anderson, uh, and assorted characters wandering around the studio. Jay's taking a long weekend with his family. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. World Games opening ceremonies were last night, and Lars, by all accounts, Steve Irvine was there. Uh, our producer, Josh Smith, was there and uh, went downtown with his mother, you know? No problem whatsoever. They parked, 15-minute walk. We just heard Steve Irvine said he got there a little earlier, had no trouble getting out. To me, that may be the most impressive thing because I've been down there during UAB and Stallions game, and it can get a bit chaotic as far as what what gates and crowds and then uh, parking and then leaving the area. So uh, right now, would you would you be right in the uh, 92, 93 on a scale of 100, you know, like oh, yeah. a grade? Yeah. Off to a great start. Most definitely. And, um, you know, we don't talk about uh, legal matters too much on this show. But uh, I did want to just briefly discuss uh, Brittany Griner, uh, one of the top stars in, in the WNBA. And uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers uh, know the, the background of her story. Uh, she had played uh, professionally several years in, in Russia, and um, and uh, uh, she uh, many months ago was uh, arrested uh, at the air at an airport in Russia, uh, bringing a cannabis derived oil, a cannabis derived oil cartridges into the country, and she has been detained ever since, uh, been in in custody essentially in in, in a Russian prison. And, um, uh, you know, at the time of the arrest, Matt, um, got to put this in the proper context. Uh, it was uh, Russian athletes had been accused of doping and um, and uh, and and Vladimir Putin, uh, I think, used Brittany Griner as this way of saying, hey, look, here's an American star. And we are going to make an example of her. Because you guys accuse us of doing wrongdoing. Here's an American star. And so... Doing wrong. Doing wrong. Not uh, not doping. Two wrongdoings don't make a right. Exactly. And uh, and if uh, this incident had happened in the United States, it would have been a misdemeanor. It, it would have been something that would have been resolved relatively quickly, um, depending on the state in which she was flying into um and and leaving from uh 
but uh, so yesterday um, she's in in, in tri- going through a trial, and uh, she ended up uh, she pled guilty, uh, and she said that uh, she brought this uh, this uh, derived, cannabis derived oil uh, into the country by accident. That she was rushed in, in in her packing, and she didn't realize uh, that she put it in uh, one of her bags, and um, so this is a it's a significant move, and it potentially it could pave the way for a, a prisoner swap with the United States or or a a pardon. Although I think a pardon is much less likely, um, and this could set uh, Brittany free. Because um, just from a procedural standpoint, under Russia's legal system, a prisoner swap can only happen if the individual has already been convicted. Now, this just because she pled guilty, it hasn't ended the trial, uh, and uh, it, it's still going to take a little bit of time. But um, but but Moscow certainly would not have responded to any of Washington's requests for for Britney's release until she's been formally convicted. And now this is going to expedite that process. And then that will lead to talks of a prisoner swap. And, you know, the uh, the Biden administration and, and has, has said that she's been wrongfully detained uh, for this, this entire time. And, uh, and gosh, it's just heartbreaking if you, you, you read into uh, just if you just do a little bit of research in, into what uh, she's been going through and uh, and and uh, just uh, just the harshness of of the conditions that that uh, that she has been enduring. And, uh, you know, this is uh, yesterday. It was the lead story um, on all the national networks, on all the on the national news which I think is a very good thing. Uh, she wrote a letter uh, directly to President Biden, and Biden wrote her back. And so, uh, you know, even though, yes, it, it, it's a guilty plea, it really is a, uh, a, a method in which to get things moving along and hopefully get her uh, back to the United States in, a, in some sort of prisoner swap. And also in the, in the, in the Russian uh, uh, judicial system, Basically, everyone is is, is found guilty. Uh, it, it, it's a completely different sort of system than here in in the United States. And, and uh, possession and use of marijuana are illegal in Russia. And again, statistically, very few criminal cases and an acquittal in the Russian uh, justice system. So, uh, uh, you know, she is facing the possibility of, of ten years in a Russian prison. Uh, because of the guilty plea, but uh, I, I really think this is going to end in a uh, prisoner swap, and uh, and there are a few uh, Russians that uh, that that are detained here in the United States that uh, that members of uh, Putin's party ha- have targeted as a, as some as people that Moscow would be inter- in, in, interested in negotiating a swap for, including a, a, an arms dealer. Uh, named Victor uh, Bout, uh, who's been known, his, his nickname is the Merchant of Death, and he's been in custody since 2008. So that that's a possibility. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Brittany Griner, I mean, really one of the best uh, female basketball players in the history of the United States. She play at Baylor? Yes. She can dunk. Yes, she's from Texas. Uh, I, I have two observations, and, and I don't want this to get too terribly political. First of all, I, I, know, I don't uh, think this is political the, by, at all. Well, what yeah. I'm going to say uh, is okay. uh, probably. Uh, first of all, 
I have a little bit of difficulty believing you go to another country and you forget to check on your oil. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, I find it ironic that this is a person that didn't stand for the national anthem, asked that the national anthem never be played before any of her games, and who's her first phone call to? The United States of America. Yeah, I, 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 I think uh, that the, the, what the United, what the national anthem represents, is the ability to choose whether or not you want to stand. But you know, that's a whole different matter. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I understand where you're coming from, but uh, kind of little apples and oranges in, in my in my view. I understand that. That is the. Uh... That is the tone that a lot of people in America are taking. Uh, you can take it uh, whichever way you see fit. I mean, this is, by the you, way, you do think, a free country. You do think the 10 years in prison uh, is a little harsh. Well, this is in California. She's on the next plane to whatever country she wants to go to. Yeah. And, and I mean, a, I don't even think they states. take your pot. Do they? <laughs> I don't think so. They give you a ticket and you go on. Uh, and in fact, I don't know this for a fact, and I don't know anybody that's been through it, and certainly I have not. But I think you get pulled over in Alabama now, unless you got a big brick or something. Uh, do they just kind of write you a ticket or something? And, and, and trust me, I don't know the law. Yeah, I, I don't But she I should don't be either. back in America. But it, it, it is Please a, don't get me wrong. It is a reminder that you really have to be careful of what you have in your possession when you are traveling over borders, when you're... Uh, out of the United States, you know, I mean, uh, err on the side of caution at, at all times, at all times. You just you do not want to get arrested on any sort of drug charge, especially uh, in Russia, because, it, 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 you know, our relations with Russia are at uh, are at a low. What in the last 20 years, 30 years, uh, 20 years, maybe longer ago than that. I don't know. But, it, uh, but it's not good. No, and no. it just it. What really sucks, and this is an obvious statement, that an American citizen is being used as a political pawn, and and that's what Putin is doing. Yes, and, yeah. Well, you're not going to get not not a big fan of old Vlad over here. <laughs> no, no. Somebody and, um, told me that he is like one of the richest people on the planet. Yeah, isn't that right? Yeah, he's richer um, than all the oligarchs over there. But I mean, are we talking about Elon Musk type of money? I think so. I think so. And I'm sh also, I'm sure you saw the news. Just horrifying out of Japan. Uh, the former prime minister oh, assassinated. That's back to uh, him. Just yeah, uh, oh. with a, uh, a, a a a gun that was sort of handmade. And and, and you know they have almost zero gun violence because there's no guns over there. And that is, the, the, the J Japan is really reeling right now. And, and the images uh, coming over. Uh, over social media of uh, what transpired with the former prime minister, just uh, shocking and, and horrifying. And certainly uh, my, my, I've been thinking about uh, the Japanese people and, and um, you know, uh, he, he really fostered a great relationship with the United States and, and close with President Trump, close with President Obama and uh, the longest serving uh, prime minister 12 years in, in Japan's history. Uh, just gave me pause to think about the Japanese athletes that are here. Oh, and they're not taking it, 
taking it as hard as they are back in their back in their homeland. Hey, uh, when we get back, I don't know if you've read it's an article on AL.com and also on Kentucky Sports Radio on three uh, from Mark Stoops concerning paying players under and over the table. And also, this ends the uh, portion of our international political talk for the next. Uh, you know, we six got months. through it. We're up for six months. Is that how long? <laughs> What's it? Six months. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it went swimmingly. By the way, have you looked up that website? We got to talk about that. Oh, swim swimming dot com. No, or whatever. It whatever. It's the worst logo in the history of dot com. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid afternoon. The chance of a few scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 95. Tonight's low, 76. Tomorrow, we start the day with morning sunshine. Then, a good chance of showers and thunderstorms by afternoon. The high, 92. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 95 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where I'm not trying to send a jab here. I'm not even going to indicate who I'm talking about. But, I mean, I'm playing against players that I know were given money and that that, that, this, that the school and the NCAA knows were given money, and, they're still, and we still play against them. I mean, un, uh, you know, under the table, not even above board like it is now. I mean, it, you know, paying them above, on, on top of the table, you're allowed to do that now. But I'm talking about under the table. And, and so... If they can't police it where you're giving people money under the table, how in the world are they going to police it when you're giving it on top of the table? Yeah. Well, there's nothing, there's not a whole lot I guess you can do about that. So, and I'll finish with this because you've been very helpful talking about this. Yeah. If there, and and we'll talk when you get off about at least one group we know that, that does this. Yeah. But do you, if I'm, if I'm a business owner or just a rich booster and I kind of want to be a part of this, you're saying, that if they j- contribute to or are part of a group that is able to sort of say, look, this exists for players when they get here and it's a concrete amount, that from your understanding that's legal and that's where Kentucky has to sort of step up. Did you say uh, Did you say that, that we, we told a player he was guaranteed X amount or no? No, 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 not guaranteed. Yeah. Just that, that this yeah. is... There was a video, Mark, yeah. of a school. I won't say which one, although everybody knows. Where an assistant yeah. coach, they were, there were people on a visit. And an assistant coach points up to these boosters and basically said, post his booster boxes and say, you know that money we were talking about? Those are the guys up there that will give it to you. And, my, yeah. and it came from their official account. I have so no I idea have who to, you're talking about. That's fine. I haven't seen the video. However, I'll say that's the kind of stuff this is not going to be policed. I, I don't really want to do that. I don't know whether that's legal or not legal. Okay. I'm telling you, yes, it is perfectly legal for people to have a business expense for future future marketing expenses that use Kentucky athletes. Gotcha. And that, we need that filled. I'm not trying to throw any here, but there's been some very, you know, you know, one is Ryan, I have great respect for a friendship 
And and he, you know, I think he came out publicly and said, "Yeah, we need 13 million to keep this roster in place." And then I believe James Franklin came back and say, "Well, 13, we need 14." I mean, don't quote exactly on that, but I'm just saying, like, well-respected, you know, good coaches out there that are publicly saying, "Yeah, we need money." So, so I'm not going to sit on the bench anymore. I also was on the record for you know three, four, five months ago saying, "Hey, listen, whatever it takes, we're gonna, I'm going to fight the fight." Yeah. You know, I'm going to fight the fight. That was the Kentucky head football coach, Mark Stoops, uh, doing a show on the Kentucky Sports Radio Network slash on three. And uh, the voice you heard other than Stoops was a uh, reporter, uh, sports I think it was- talk host, guy by the name of uh, Nick Roush. Like, I actually think it was Roush. Mark Jones or uh, Matt, Matt, Matt? Matt Jones. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe that was. Uh, but Regardless. one thing he said, I'll, why don't you take the lead? Give me your observations on what Stoops said, then I'll follow. I like Mark Stoops, and uh, he's frustrated. And, um, you know, it, it. you can throw out these allegations if you're not going to name names. I mean, it, it's really easy to say that. Uh, he's He's very, very frustrated. And uh, the the host there, obviously, he was referring to Texas A and M and the assistant coach uh, telling the recruit, "Hey, that's where the you know pointing to the skyboxes. That's where the money comes from." But you know what Stoops did at the end of that interview is he made a plea. He made a he he was uh, asking business leaders there in Kentucky help. help. He's sending yeah the SOS saying, "Hey, it's legal now. You're allowed to do this. This is the world we're in." Come give money to our collective so we can pay these guys. But he's right. I mean, Ryan Day came out and said uh, $14 million. Remember, for the top 26 yep. players, averages Just about. To keep fi- his starters. Yeah. Averages about 550000 a year per player. And uh, that number now seems small given what we are learning about the NIL deals that uh, these young uh, players are, are signing or uh, will sign. I, I don't know, like, you know, if, let's say Arch Manning, let's say there is a deal for $14 million just for him in place. What if he uh, shreds his knee his senior year? Does he still get that $14 million next year if he doesn't play? Like, he has to sit out and rehab? I think there are varying ways. If it's an injury, I imagine they continue to pay him. And do you, you know if it's a, if it's a you know something criminal or domestic or whatever? And, I'm and, sure and, there are clauses in these contracts that allow you to dismiss them. And does Arch Manning get like a Lloyd's of London reinsurance policy? I mean, a the, lot of players the, still do that. Yeah, they? yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah. we never thought of a 16 year old. Uh, no, you're right. A, a high school junior <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a getting, $10 million dollar uh, Lloyds, Lloyds of, of London deal. Gosh. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, but no. Uh, I, I, my reaction is uh, I think he's he's just, he's being honest. He's, he's frustrated. And I, I've always really liked Mark Stoops. I think he does a great job uh, at Kentucky uh, just given, you know, there there is a ceiling for Kentucky football. And I think he's reached that. And uh, it, it, he's just—he's done a good job, and, and I—I I, and I believe he's—he's he's very uh, beloved in that yeah. state. 
And, and I think you're spot on, and, and I appreciate the fact you pointing out he's a frustrated guy. He doesn't have the football money that Alabama or a and I, I could go on, on about that. I will say a couple things here real quick. First of all, you're right. It was an interview with Matt Jones. Nick Roush wrote the follow-up article. Okay. Um, that being cleared up. One thing that I got out of, got a lot out of this, actually. This last quote you heard in the very beginning. It says, and so if they can't police it where you're giving people money under the table, how in the world are they going to police it when you're giving it on top of the table? Very interesting observation. He is, uh, like you said, perfectly. He's frustrated, and he is opening his arms and saying, come on, Kentucky, and give me a little of that basketball money. <laughs> Essentially, that that's what he's saying. Give me some John Calipari love. Yeah, and uh, yeah. how do you police it? I think you know, it's going to take federal legislation, but you know what? No one in Washington is looking to get into this. So there's not going to be any federal legislation anytime soon. It takes forever just to get like a jaywalking bill passed in Washington. Something this complicated and this... The, Imagine, just imagine, uh, like, if you somehow are perceived as a senator or a representative as coming down a certain side of this issue and it's perceived that you are hurting your home team. Yeah. That is political suicide. Absolutely. And so so they don't, nobody wants to deal with this. I don't blame them. It would be a hotter issue to be caught on the wrong side than many of the most important issues in our country. Yes. Yes. And and this would require a lot of debate, a lot of time in Washington. So I don't know if that is really a um, a going to be a, a, a viable option moving forward. Something has to be done, but I have no clue what can be done. Because there's also going to be an army of lawyers uh, representing the players and saying, hey, if you're going to artificially limit the amount of money that we can make, that is a violation of antitrust laws. Yeah. Uh, right? Antitrust. Am I, I'm no lawyer, but no, I, I, think, uh, I think that's what it is. Well, it, I could it, be wrong. Right? It's against your right as a human being to make money. Yeah. You're, um, ar- yeah, you're artificially putting a, a, a cap on what I can make. Do you like if they put a cap on the next book you write? No. I'm sorry, Lars. You can't make but $7 a book. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Leaf and I, actually, we uh, we met uh, via Zoom with uh, an editor today, Simon & Schuster. So hopefully, really? hopefully we'll have a, a book deal coming up. By the way. Ryan Leaf, he's uh, he's so cool. I, I, I you know. You got a man crush on, on him? Well, well, no. I mean, we've been working together for about six months on, on this uh, book proposal. And um, it, it, his story is very powerful. And uh, it transcends sports. It's a story of hope, really. I mean, it, it's uh, some and it, it's in recovery, uh, hitting rock bottom. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I think more so now than ever. And Brian made this point today in our in our zoom meeting that coming out of the pandemic there is still a lot of despair and hopelessness out there and people need people need uh rays of light and uh and ryan is that lars 
when we come back, I'm going to drop some really cool information on you and our listeners concerning Simon and Schuster. And I'll bet you didn't know it. I'll, I'll bet you a cold beverage. All right. Lot riding on this now. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's. 
Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. He walked into the party. Right, Lord. Like you Based on what I said going into the break. Based on this song. Do you know the song? I do. I knew you were going to put me on the spot. Well, think about what I said going into the break. It's not Carly Scheister. Oh, Carly Simon. Carly Simon. You know, her dad is the Simon of Simon. Oh, really? Pretty good good nugget. Holy cow. So she had money before she made it big. Oh. Simon and Schuster, I learned. uh, Big time. Yeah, they, they were the most profitable publisher in the United States last year. Editor that I talked to has currently, I think, three of the 15 New York Times bestselling books. Yeah, he's big time. If um, you're a music person, I'll bet you're listening to the show you are. I know Lars and I, I don't, I, I probably wouldn't be, I wouldn't be around if it weren't for music. It just, it's so beautiful and such a great release. But I love music. If, music fuels my writing. You know, I don't think I've... Really? Yeah. I, I don't and think... I, I explain writing sometimes to people like, either you hear the music yeah. in your lyricism in words, or you don't. That's And awesome. then you're a clunker. <laughs> I haven't... You know, oftentimes we play music that it, from maybe your genre that I hadn't listened to a lot, and vice versa. Yeah. And I'm going to suggest this to everybody that's listening and watching. There is a, a YouTube video of Carly Simon singing That's the Way I've Always Heard It Should Be. And it's now, you know, I, I have playlists that I go through. It's now number one on my playlist. Now, others will move in and out, and this will certainly too. But do yourself a favor. Don't just listen to the song. You've got to see the video and how passionate she is about this song and the words. And I will say this, too, and how unbelievably great she looks. And I won't get – she has a dress on that the, comes all the way up to the top of her thigh. You know, sometimes you think of people being very, very attractive. She's just unique looking. And then when she's singing, you're going, wow. Do you find it uh, – what's the right word? Uh more authentic when the singer wrote the lyrics 
than if somebody else did. Yeah. Because if you're, to me, if you're writing the lyrics, you feel it. You feel it. You know exactly how to uh, cadence everything and, and, and how to, you know, uh, belt it out, basically. And, um, yeah, I, I always, uh, so I, I, I don't really understand. I, I know, I just don't understand country music that much because there aren't many country music stars that write their own lyrics. Am I correct in that? Yeah, probably so. Um, songwriters like Carol King, James Taylor, uh, of that era, just ama- amaze me. Um, my wife, Karen, is a big Bonnie Raitt fan. Um, for the first, I don't know, 10 years of her career, she was just writing stuff for other people yeah. and writing hits. Uh then when she started singing, wow, you really heard the music. <laughs> that for clever. Oh, uh, all right. Anyway, I uh, thought that was, uh, here, we, here we go. As always, Josh, right there in the middle of the screen, start playing, at least showing that video. We're going to lose all our audience. Um, all right, Lars, I have my, uh, my kind of my Friday list. Of maybe odd, strange things you start rattling them off. Yeah, let's do it. And if you have one or two or seven, contribute. Here's another thing you might want to get video of. I'm throwing so many things at Josh right now. There's a video of John Daly. Uh, the uh, Champions Tour is making a stop in Akron, but he's at the edge of a parking lot, and he. Uh, Pulls this driver out, and, you know, he gives it the John Daly power swing. And the camera quickly pans, and it's over an eight-lane interstate and lands on a football field on the other side of the interstate. Wow. Now, it was a daily drive. I mean, that's just what he does and still can do. But I'm just thinking... What if you mishit that? Hit it too low. Now he was elevated. Uh, I will say that, which is smart. But that's uh, that's amazing. And, and I wonder if, like if a tr- trick like shot. The police are going to look. Hey, hey, Mr. Daly, please don't do that anymore. Anyway. Have you ever hit anything that you didn't intend to off a drive and say it goes over the fence of the golf course? Uh, you ever hit a car, basically? Not a moving. You ever hit another person? No, I don't think. Have so. You ever hit a golf cart? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've hit a few have while you, have, while they were moving. Have you ever been hit yourself? Yeah. Did you did you drop like a bag of rocks? Fortunately, yeah, and it dropped me, but uh, hit me in the back of the leg and the calf. Oh, I guess if you, it stung, made a huge. I mean, it was a beautiful bruise. Have you been hit? I have never been hit by a golf ball, knock on wood. It means uh, I'll get hit next time I play. I was playing with a guy named Rich McGeorge. He was the tight ends coach for the original Stallions. And it was a big golf tournament, raised money, Raleigh Dots, all that kind of stuff. And I was in his foursome, and um, we were on the green putting, par five. And all of a sudden, he dropped. This is a big man, 6'5", 280. He dropped. He'd been hit in the thigh. Guys hitting into you? Yeah. And it was a like a charity tournament. Oh Why are you gosh. hitting it? 
he picked the ball up. He just started walking towards that foursome. And they like scattered. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but then he later told us uh, that he had actually been hit in the head and knocked unconscious and life-threatening. So that, yeah. that's the reason why he was walking back up the fairway with his fist of rage. Yeah, I, you know, I'm frankly surprised that more spectators don't get seriously injured by wayward tee shots at uh, PGA events or just in, any sort of live golf event because uh, you're, you're really close to the fairways there, as you know. That's why if you're if, if I'm going to a golf event, I am aware of where the landing zone is for these guys off the tee, and I get a little bit south of where the landing zone is. It it. I guess you're amazed that more people aren't hit. Yeah. What amazes me is that people aren't as savvy as you are. And by the way, what are you doing with your head turned, looking or talking to somebody else when you know full well there are people on the tee box? Yeah. And and when somebody says four, put your hand. Don't look back at the person saying four. Go no. put cover your head and drop. You know, it, it, it brings me to this observation that I've seen ever since i was a child uh foul ball comes back over the stands what do people yell i don't know heads up heads up yeah well that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do <laughs> just take one in the bean i have never caught a fly ball to ball game in the crowd oh have lord you? have you yeah a couple of times now I, I say that it was uh not at a major league game was it Ray Winterfield in Little Rock, Arkansas? Boy, you couldn't pry that thing out of my hands for about six days. I mean, so what if you were if you were in the bleachers at uh, Wrigley and an opposing batter hits the home run, you catch it, and you got fifteen thousand intoxicated wow. guys and <laughs> telling you to throw the ball back. Would you throw it back? I have a very simple question, simple answer for that. Depends on who hit it. Barry Bonds. I'd, I'd, I'd be headed to the gate as <laughs> yeah. fast as my little legs could go. Uh, all right, good topic. You got any? Let's bring one up or two on the other side of the break. We will do our best to substitute for AAA on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A hot, humid afternoon. The chance of a few scattered showers and storms through early tonight. The high today, 95. Tonight's low, 76. Tomorrow, we start the day with morning sunshine. Then a good chance of showers and thunderstorms by afternoon. The high, 92. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 95 degrees in Tuscaloosa. It's Friday, and this is Jay Barker's show. Jay taking a long weekend with children, and Arthur Anderson, Matt Colton, speaking of children, also Lincoln Anderson is in the studio. He's been really good today. I think it's the haircut. Yeah, I think it's 
No, actually, it's the dog. The he's dog, got the something. Legos, the uh, Happy Meal. Hey, what toy did you get? Fueled with sweet tea. What was your toy in the Happy Meal? I don't know. He's at, he, He's been focused on uh, the building the Lego Ferrari. I think it's like for 10-year-olds, and he's... he's uh, how old are you now? <laughs> He's seven. Um, he loves Legos. Man, he can do those all day long. Most little guys right at that age. Just, you know, my son-in-law lives in Texas. Still does. And their idea of the ultimate was to spend 10 days at Disney World. That's just the opposite for me. I mean, I like rides, and I love the nature of Disney. Can you imagine being out at Disney World right now in this? No, oh, gosh. I couldn't imagine a worse place to be in Disney World in this this kind of weather. Uh, speaking of weather, it uh, should be interesting weather at uh, St. Andrews next week when uh, it's going to be the 150th uh, British Open. And uh, still some uh, doubt around Tiger Woods and, and whether or not he's going to play uh, I think all signs indicate that he is, and uh, his. I think Justin Thomas is probably his his best friend on the tour. Uh, even though Tiger's forty six and Justin's twenty nine, they have a bond that is uh, very unique. And got to remember when Tiger was uh, just right after the accident that nearly took his life, Justin was almost like his spokesperson. He would give people updates. And um, and and Justin told uh, he, he uh, Justin is uh, over in Scotland about to play in the uh, Scottish Open uh, as a prep uh, for St Andrews, and uh, he basically said that uh, it would be foolish to write Tiger off, and he thinks that uh, Tiger is going to be a force to be reckoned with on on the old course, and you know Tiger's won there twice in two thousand and two thousand five. Um, and he's been practicing there and, uh, you know, he's been using a cart, uh, well, as they would say over in Scotland, he's been using a buggy, uh, <laughs> as he is in, uh, in his practice round. And Justin said, uh, quote, we kept talking about our legs being sore. I'd ask him if his butt was sore sitting on the cart. <laughs> he said, and Justin went on and said, but I know that he's been circling this on his calendar for a while, and he's been vocal about that. It's his favorite golf course in the world, and he loves it. And he's had great success here. And compared to Augusta and Southern Hills, it's probably going to seem like a pretty easy walk. And it is because it's not that hilly. You know, link, links. Yeah, link style course. Uh, yeah, the, the old course. So it, it is. It is mainly flat. I mean, Augusta is is very very hilly. As as was Southern Hills, where the PGA was. And remember, Tiger uh, made the cut uh, at both tournaments, but he had to withdraw in the third round uh, at Southern Hills. But uh, man, what a story that would be if Tiger could make a charge at. Uh, at the uh, birthplace of golf at St. Andrews next week. And, you know, when Justin Thomas says something like this, like my, my ears perk up a well, little mine, bit. Well, mine, because they're listen. so close, and, and also because JT's pretty good with the clubs himself. So if anybody could recognize that somebody's got their game, it would be another guy that has his game coming off a major win at the PGA. The, um, the one thing that uh, I do kind of recall, and, and it was when Tiger was 
pretty much at the pinnacle of his career. Uh, one day, Saturday, wind and rain blew up, and he did. Yeah. I don't think he's a real good wet weather, windy condition player. And there's a chance that'll happen at St. Andrews. Yeah. The, the weather uh, changes so quickly over there. Uh, and um, I remember, I, you know, I, when I was working on a, a book uh, on NFL Europe, I was based in Glasgow, and I, I brought my clubs with me. And I, I played a bunch of uh, link style courses. And Matt, on average, I'd lose twenty balls. You're, Seriously, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Twenty balls it, per in round the, in the. Deep, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, in the, grass, in, the, in, the whatever, in, in the gorsh. There you go. Uh, uh, but, not but, necessarily but I, in the water. But I would find like 10, oh. 20 balls as well. And there's this one public course I'll never forget. It. I was playing with Matt Finkus, uh, one of our guests that we have on all the time, a former All American at Ohio State. You tee off and you kind of go over a ridge, and you can't see where your ball lands. Well, you, you go and you, you hit straight down the fairway, and uh, you, <laughs> there's uh, there's a bunch of like little kids, maybe like ten, eleven years old. You can't find your ball. Well, you, 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 two holes later, those little kids that reemerge, they're trying to sell you your ball back for like yeah. three quid. Really? <laughs> yeah. uh, you mark your ball. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, guess like I was using a new, you did, a, a you do now. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was it was funny, and uh, I I admired them for their um, creativity. <laughs> They're on the on the on the way to hooliganism. There is a course down in Panama City. Uh, I played Emerald the course. Bay. Yeah, uh, maybe that was it. Uh, it was the course at the Marriott. But anyway, um. There was a very similar, they weren't taking the balls from your previous hole and selling them. But it's just, it's almost an island green, okay? Yeah. You, you lose, you're going to lose it all. And to, in order to get to the green, you have to cut almost back through, it literally is somebody's backyard. And there's these little kids that have the equivalent of a lemonade stand. And they're all sitting there. And they have the little baskets of balls. Making a killing. Because it was like the 16th or 17th hole on the course. And you might literally be out of ball. Yeah. Good old English and a... Yeah. Link style golf is just completely different. And uh, it's really fun to play. And there's some great Lynx courses here in Alabama. Which, the, uh, do you have a favorite? Yeah. Uh, what's the one in Pr- Pr- Prattville? Uh, oh, Senator? Yeah, uh, those are Robert Judge. Yeah, Robert, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the RTJ course, uh, the one. You know what? I like them. I love the fact that they're in Alabama and they're wonderful. They're just too dang hard for me. I need to. You know what? Now I can hit from the Reds. There you go. Hey, uh, Scott, hit, hit it straight. You know what? You can even hit it straight, and you'll still you'll still uh, <laughs> mess up. But uh, yeah, have have a great weekend. Good. Stay cool, Matt. Gah, that's impossible. You're listening to the Jay Barker.